0: This is For Fox Sake. Hello and
1: welcome to For Fox Sake. My name is Pete Selby. Alongside me is a very drunken
0: Rob Hayes. I'm not drunk, it's the middle of Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> well, alright, I might still be a little bit drunk. You might be able to hear it in my voice that I may have had a beer yesterday celebrating. I think the whole of Leicestershire did. I think the whole of Leicestershire was there. Yeah, well, apparently a quarter of a million people saw the bus or saw the players or were somehow involved or in the city enjoying it. A quarter of a million.
1: Yes. It, you were one of them. I was one, and, and, and you were one. I was one. And uh, there was plenty of others. Everyone will have their own story if you were there in the city. Where were you? Were you standing down uh, High Street or Clock Tower or on Hofford uh, Street or even... Uh, up towards London Road where, where I was and then over into Victoria Park? Or did you just go straight to Victoria Park? That's where you did, didn't you?
0: Yeah, so I would had a barbecue, started at 1pm. It was always going to be a disaster if it started that early. Uh, had a barbecue at a mate's in Oadby, had uh, <clears throat> a couple of beers and got the bus straight to Vicky Park. Got there, got nice and close to the stage, probably about 20 people back, could see the big screens, could see the stage and might have uh, had a two litre bottle of, coke that wasn't entirely coke just to keep me <laughs> entertained but yeah what what did you do
1: I uh, came into Leicester and went from the clock tower um up to the station and I went just slightly up London uh, London road from the station uh, to a place called moors which is this like buffet place um where they uh, basically had cobra on tap and uh, me and a few friends were there and we decided to stay there uh, watch the bus go by and then follow the bus and it was brilliant because everyone on London Road Just piled into the road. Obviously, it was shut off, and it was just a sea of blue and white going up the road. But there were people hanging out of buildings. There were so many banners. I've not been in in around the city quite a lot um, over the last two weeks, so to see all the shop fronts and everything just decked out in blue and white, which I'm sure it's been you know for the last uh, last month or two, really. But it's been it was fantastic. Everyone again like i said about the uh, everton game so many people there a lot of them not with tickets or whatever for the game but i never saw any problems again yesterday Elv- the whole city was there and not a problem brilliant everyone's drinking everyone's having a really good time um and and one thing i will say and uh, and it's only a you know kind of a personal thing really but there's a lot of people saying oh yeah look how many people jumping on the bandwagon and all that sort of thing don't care jump on Jump on that bandwagon. Jump on board. There is room for everybody. If you uh, are are aware of someone who didn't support Leicester City, maybe they didn't really like football or whatever, but they're from this area or whatever, it doesn't really matter, And and they want to support Leicester and they want to wave a blue flag, do it. Fine. Not a problem. Jump on the bandwagon. I've got not a problem with it at all. And if anyone starts going like, oh, jump on the bandwagon, Oh, you did I I must have missed the uh, the person standing outside Victoria Gate, uh, Victoria Park, um, basically giving you a asking you a question, and if you could answer it correctly, you could get in. You know that that's not how it works.
0: The, you know these bandwagon jumpers are, are a little bit funny. Though a mate of ours, Mark Perkins, put on Facebook or Twitter yesterday that uh, all these plastic fans that had turned up in Victoria Park asking why they were booing Robert Hooth when he came onto the stage. Yeah. It's, that's uh, that's quite funny it's a little bit annoying but it's quite funny I, well.
1: I had a friend who uh, got really annoyed because someone asked which one's Mahrez well <laughs> point him out and say there's Riyad Mahrez he's PFA Player of the Year have you got a shirt yes oh, brilliant get involved support the club oh, I've not got a problem it's going to make it more difficult for people to get tickets and all that sort of thing but n- brilliant it, and, and it, was, it was again fantastic day the weather brilliant everything um, worked out didn't it again everything worked out which is what I said about the uh, the trophy presentation, everything worked out. Um, and when they came on stage, uh, they looked quite embarrassed, almost. A lot of the players, and I think it took Ranieri to to say something, and the crowd really got going. And then Casabian came on, and were brilliant. They sounded
0: good as well. Yeah, um, you, a lot of people are getting a bit annoyed that they've paid through the nose to get tickets to see Casabian at the King Power when you could just pile into Victoria Park on Monday evening and watch him True. Would that would that annoy you? Are you going to the to the gig
1: i am not although i know that there were tickets released again today for it and i might go but it might be a someone can't go at the last minute and i'll go gone and i'll go because i know people who are so um yeah but they only played about four songs but it was really good it was really really good and then everyone went back into the town it was just a fantastic day and the pictures our first thing i did when i got back home Look through your phone. Look, hey, look, hey, look through the phone at all the pictures and everything. But no, I, I was recording it on uh, on TV, and obviously all the news outlets were following it live, and Sky Sports News were following it live, and I watched it all back. It looked fantastic. The aerial shots of Victoria Park oh, are absolutely mad, abs- aren't they? Phenomenal, yeah. they are. They are you, that won't happen again.
0: No, that won't happen again. You couldn't quite grasp it fully when you are in it, could you? you I knew that there, there were a lot of people behind me and away to my right because I was at the left of the stage as you kind of looked at it, I knew that there was a hell of a lot of people there, but I, I couldn't quite grasp it properly until, like you say, I got home, looked at some of the aerial shots, some of the, obviously the news cameras have got, have got. there was a massive cherry picker, wasn't there, just mm. behind the stages. Oh, some, I hope somebody wasn't up that. No, I think it. I don't think anyone just a remote camera, I think it was a remote camera. So,
1: but um, no, we we walked in through the back of Victoria Park, so as far away from the stage as you can get, and then walked trying to get as far forward as you can, as you would do. Um, and we knew there was a lot, but the fact is, it's a huge park, but it it, it fit it perfect. It was a perfect location for it because you could still be in the town center and then walk to the park, it's no distance, yeah. Um, and it was amazing. Just an amazing atmosphere. Saw no end of people. Um, you just pass in who you've
0: not seen for a while or whatever. Uh, great. That, that's another thing, yeah. It brought me and my mates, I've, a lot of them live away now. Uh, a lad Ashley came back from the Isle of Wight. Um, my mate Jakey came back from London. And we all got together at this barbecue in the afternoon, all celebrated. We used to go to away games. We went to Hereford away when we were in League One. Lovely. And we said, look how far we've come in such a short space of time. So we got everybody together, got to do that. And it was my first real full on taste of the celebrations because it's been well documented on this podcast that I might <laughs> have missed us lifting the trophy because I was in a sports hall in Kettering. Did, did you miss it? I, I missed it. Oh, God, I yeah. wasn't there. It wasn't you sat like, No, no, no. Right. No, it wasn't me. I missed it. Uh, yes, and I, I was kind of working a little bit when we won, when, when Spurs lost the Premier League title. So, it was my first real get involved in the city with my mates, with the Leicester fans who I've grown up with and... It could not have been better. I, I piled in home about half three this morning, a little bit worse for wear. No, it it
1: was it was superb, absolutely brilliant. And I hope everyone who was there really enjoyed it. And if you wasn't there and you watched it on TV, I hope you enjoyed it as well. It 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 was faultless, absolutely faultless. Just like the team, just like the season, it it was superb. And uh, and again, all the photos and the images there'll be you know people will be framing those images and having them not just on the stairs but in the living room and it won't just be on people's posters in the in the bedrooms like kids and that it will be you know grown adults and grandparents they'll have it in their front room you know the shots the aerial shots of victoria park and and the and the bus going through it's it's just fantastic and a great way to end the season and end the um, celebrations. And now the city have gone to uh, Thailand. I think they left today, saw a few people taking photos with some of the team down in Heathrow. Um, so they're off to Thailand to do all sorts. I mean, God knows what.
0: Going well, hopefully, not all sorts. Hopefully, not another video. <laughs> no, we could do without one of them. Hopefully, it, it, it's
1: absolutely fine. But um, yeah, you can only imagine. Apparently, the players, I remember last season saying they were. The, these sorts of trips where they go and, and they know they're just being you know, passed from pillar to post saying, look at this, look at look at this team here, it's all King Power, this, King Power, that. But last season, the players did say they actually really enjoy it. They've made it, the first few years was like that, but now they've made it a really fun thing for the players to do. So God knows what they're going to be up to or, or, or what's going to be thrown at them this time. Um, so we'll see all the pictures you know, in the fourth days and hopefully no videos. But uh, yeah, good luck to him. Hopefully he'll have a good time. And of course, uh, Drinkwater and Vardy, named in the provisional
0: 26-man squad. Do you think they're going to get dropped out of it? Well, I think Vardy Roy Hodgson would be an absolute fool if he dropped either of them. What on earth is Jack Wilshire doing in there after one start this season? Oh, agree. If he goes and Drinkwater doesn't, it's just ridiculous. You have to pick players on form, disgrace. on merit. You can't just pick them because they're your favourites. I don't think he will drop. Uh, I mean, it's,
1: it's drink water because obviously Vardy will be going. But um, I don't think he will drop him because, looking at the squad, you've got people like Delf, and you've got Wiltshire, and you've got Townsend, Delph's and you've got, crap. you've got, a, yeah, and you've got a possible. Um, Possible fitness problem with people like Jordan Henderson. So there's a lot of question marks over more than three players. Um, Also, I know it's just that one game, but the goal at the weekend... For uh, against Chelsea, which we're just going to literally gloss over
0: now, a fantastic goal. Did we play that thirty-eighth game of the season? I, you know, I completely forgot about that game. <laughs> <laughs> I just, in nice, all... nice guard of honor for Claudio. <laughs> Good way to end the season. Happy days.
1: Yes, exactly. To be honest, we had a we had about a two-minute discussion before we pressed record because none of it's planned at all, really, and um, we never mentioned the Chelsea game that we're going to forgot. Do yeah, but a, a fantastic goal. Something which Drinkwater does need to add to his game. He's got it in his locker. He's such a good technical footballer that there's no reason why he can't strike a ball from distance. How many times have I seen him skew it wide? Uh, he, he, he loves a slice. He mm. does love a, a slice. Mm. Um, but this time got hold of it well. Bottom corner, great goal. And it was really good to not lose the game. Three defeats all season. What a great record that is. And uh, it was nice, obviously, for Claudio to get the recognition from Chelsea fans and the owners and this, that and the other. So, yeah, uh, a great way in what was a crazy day of football. So many goals going in. But, uh, yeah... Brilliant. Fantastic. So that was the uh, celebrations down in uh, Victoria Park. Hope everyone had a good time wherever you were uh, in the world watching it or even uh, down in Leicester. And now uh, we've covered the last game very quickly. Now we're going to do our season review. So we're going to go through every single game of the season and have a quick line and uh, basically try and relive some memories. So uh, sit back and enjoy the season that Leicester won the Premier League. Who'd ever ever thought we'd be here? I thought at the start of the season we're going to be relegated. And look, here we are, top of the table, champions, over 100,000 people celebrating unbelievable scenes, loving life. It's
0: absolutely amazing. Can't believe it. You you, you just can't describe it. It's, It's wonderful. Obviously, the day means a lot to the city of born and bred. And um, for the first time, when, when Tottenham played Chelsea for the first time in our eight years I cried and that's how much it means. So after narrowly escaping relegation in our first season back in the Premier League, the second season under Mr Ranieri kicked off Saturday the 8th of August. Leicester City 4, Sunderland 2. Three goals in 25 minutes. Vardy with one, Mares with two. Fuchs and Kante only on the
1: bench. Only on the bench. Imagine that. I wasn't there for that. I was on holiday at the time watching it. I was in Ibiza and I saw the scores coming on Soccer Saturday. And it was a great way to start the season.
0: was. West Ham 1, Leicester City 2 was next up. Okazaki and Marez again, 2-0 up at half-time. That was the week that Jamie Vardy said something untoward to a Japanese man and then sat Okazaki up in a weird, ironic twist of fate. Exactly.
1: I was there. I was there with, uh, with my dad at Tupton Park. The worst view in football.
0: We were right in the corner. Uh, Okazaki's first goal, so Matt's Mahrez... Three goals in two games. Mm, Leicester one, Spurs one. Saturday the twenty-second of August. Mares hits back ninety seconds after Deli Ali opens the scoring late on for Spurs. Harry Kane, one season wonder? Question mark. <laughs> hey, uh, that was a very
1: important goal. I think I said at Christmas when we did a half-season review that was my favourite goal of the year so far. Um, very important goal. Very good goal as well. Mares four in
0: three. Bury won Leicester City four in the Capital One Cup. Dodu's debut hat trick and an assist. And N'Golo Kanté started on the wing. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> Bournemouth one Leicester one. Jamie Vardy, 86 minute penalty. Riyad Mahrez brought off at half time. He was crap. Callum Wilson, England's new number nine, possibly. Oh, they they all, they all got injured, didn't they? Yeah, they, they- that's when he lost. They lost Mings. Uh, Daniels and Gradle in that game and then Wilson was a couple of games after I think yeah.
1: and that was Vardy's uh, first goal of what was going to be a record-breaking run and I think Kante starting for the first time as well
0: Leicester 3, Villa 2 2-0 down, Richie Delat scores a volley would you believe and Nathan Dyer puts his life on the line to head past Brad Guzan at the very last minute, I remember where I was watching that, on Sky Go in the copper box at the London Legacy Cup, I'd finished commentating on the volleyball, and I watched it on Sky Go. I was there at the King Power at uh, Tim
1: Sherwood making an absolutely horrendous decision. To um, there were two 0 up. Um, not Spurs they were Villa, a Villa yeah, yeah. Were. And it, it, it changed the team For no reason at all And it almost made it more attacking More easy to break down And then City got back into it Really brave header And a lot of people will say It, it, it kept the, the unbeaten run going And I think
0: when people look back on the season They'll say that was important Very important It was well, stoked to Leicester 2 Leicester 2-0 two down again Who rescued the point? Vardy and Mares. Vardy
1: and Mares, now 5-6 in the season But uh, again Vardy goal
0: Leicester 2, West Ham United 1 in the League Cup. A really good performance from our second-string side against a full-strength West Ham. Joe Dodu on target again. And that man, Andy King, with four minutes to go in extra time. That was a re- really good game. And it, and
1: it Again, look at West Ham this season. Top team, really good team. Their first team beaten
0: by our reserves, or so-called reserves. So-called. Leicester City 2, Arsenal 5. What a game of football. Alexis Sanchez, unplayable. Both sides stretched wide open on the counter attacks, and that just before that game actually was when pizza was offered on the line for clean sheets. Exactly, and then they went and
1: shipped five. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I remember that game very well. I remember walking out the ground, going, "I'm really happy." that I've seen that game of football 5 I don't think they deserve 5 I think 4-2 was a perfect result really and how the game went a fantastic game of football and it also signified the change it signified Ranieri stamping his authority on the team and changing the fullbacks for the next game
0: into October the 3rd Norwich 1 Leicester City 2 Jamie Vardy scores for the 5th straight game Riyad Mahrez left on the bench yes Mahrez on the bench it was a a
1: good goal by Jeff Schlupp I remember and again like I said the the full backs were changed Uh, Richard De
0: not in the team he never started another Premier League game but he did manage to get himself a Premier League winner's medal and promoted with Middlesbrough deserved one as well because he did chip in with a couple of goals he did yes next was Southampton 2 Leicester City 2 guess what we were 2-0 down again and guess who scored a couple of goals Mr Vardy and also this was
1: one of the first games which Kante had been playing well but it was one of the first games where he really
0: started to shine when uh, especially the press really started to take note of him and Dira Maris came on at half time and changed the game for Leicester by the way Leicester 1 Crystal Palace 0 Oh my goodness me It's a clean sheet Great goal by Jamie Vardy As well when he Dinked it over Hennessy And blasted it in Seven straight games
1: Exactly Now Vardy was becoming The main story Wasn't he He was the talk of the town About this goal scoring record And uh, he was becoming Headline news It was almost All becoming about Vardy League Cup
0: again Hull City 1 Leicester City 1 Hull City win 5-4 on penalties Two goals in extra time That was a it's a bit of a dire game that nil-nil after uh, 90 minutes, but Jakupovic saved Amaro's penalty and that was waving goodbye to most of our second string team really wasn't it 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 was really I mean you don't want to ever lose games but looking back it didn't matter really did it not at all no next game West Bromwich Albion 2 Leicester City 3 on the 31st of October Riyad Mahrez with a brace Jamie Vardy 8 games in a row was there there a number of offsides in that game I seem to remember a a couple of why would you remember something like
1: that a a few goals it's, it's something you remember a few controversial goals I think but, uh, oh no but, yeah Maris is second but also if you look back on the season and say which is the uh, most typical Leicester goal you know the archetypal Leicester goal I think Vardy's
0: goal we can say is a is a classic Leicester 2015-16 goal into November Saturday the 7th Leicester City 2 Watford 1 Hilarious Gomez had an absolute shocker fumbled Kante's Almost like a back pass, really, wasn't it? A little toe poke, oh, and was. then brought Vardy down. That was a, he. He's he's in our worst eleven for a reason because that was disgraceful.
1: Definitely, and it was also one of the first times where Leicester um, they, they when they were holding on to a victory, but they looked really comfortable doing it. Something which I've never seen a Leicester team do, and they were very comfortable holding what was a
0: absolutely flying uh, Watford at the time. Newcastle United nil, Leicester City three. Steve McLaren isn't a very good manager, and Newcastle were not very good in that game. Vardy equals Van Nistelrooy's record, despite missing the two England games with injury. Really good to have him back, and great for him to continue the run. Would he get one more? Well, exactly. Absolutely dominated that game. Played them off the park. If we had three, it could have been more. Then, Vardy went and broke the record. Leicester City won. Manchester United won at the King Power to end November with a 1-1 draw. Wayne Rooney was crap. And Jamie Vardy was on the score sheet again. Hold the front page, hold the back page. A Leicester player has broken the record.
1: Something along them lines from Martin Tyler. Uh, again, a fantastic game, but I will say that the Vardy goal in that game, it was to put Leicester 1-0 up. The loudest cheer I've ever heard for a goal at King Power or any ground. The loudest cheer when Vardy
0: scored that. Into December, Saturday the 5th, Swansea 0 Leicester City 3. Riyad Mahrez, his first professional hat-trick. Jamie Vardy didn't score. What was he playing at? No, he it, it ruined the run. He'd uh, completed the 11 consecutive games,
1: but he'd scored 14 in seven. But Mares had also now scored 11 in uh,
0: 11 in 17. So 14 in 17 for Vardy and 11 for Mares. Leicester two, Chelsea one. Monday the 14th of December. But you can't guess who scored. Uh, Vardy really? and Mares. Yeah, there correct. Well done. Yeah, lovely. That, that was a brilliant game.
1: A fantastic Mares goal, and of course, it signified the end of uh, Mourinho as well. Uh, superb all round. Underrated. A little moment in that game was uh, something that was, you might not remember. It was the uh, Mares pass for Vardy. It was yep. a clipped ball in, and Vardy made a a great run across or through the defenders and uh, and
0: and scored the first goal. Last game before Christmas Saturday the 19th of December Surely After being bottom at Christmas A year ago We couldn't be top at Christmas This year Well we could Everton 2 Leicester 3 Two penalties for Rian Mahrez Leicester the only team in history To be bottom at Christmas one year Top at Christmas the next.
1: Okazaki scoring for Leicester, a good uh, low shot into the corner. So now uh, we get to Christmas. Leicester a top at Christmas. Everyone's had a fantastic time. And just after Christmas, so the first game in this review I get, we lose. What's that about? How do we work that out? So we lose 1 0 away at Liverpool on Boxing Day. A very poor performance by Leicester. Whether it was the uh, amount of games that we were playing, uh, they caught up with the team because, of course, they were playing um, the same, pretty much the same lineup all the time after that it was Manchester City at home for Leicester uh, on the 29th it was 0-0 a good performance by uh, Gokan Inlu who'd not been playing for Leicester and a rare start for City have and then-
0: the goals dried up though well, two, two games without goals there. We were scoring goals for fun throughout the season. That's when people started thinking, are these wheels getting a bit wobbly? And I think the, uh, the
1: stories about that was uh, increased even more because the next game, first game of 2016, uh, was at home to Bournemouth and it was a nil-nil draw uh, for Leicester and Bournemouth. Uh, worrying times, as, exactly, guys we were saying.
0: Top, Well, top at Christmas, going into the new year. Not really worrying worrying, but there were a couple of question marks amongst even the most optimistic of Leicester fans surely after that it was FA Cup time
1: and we uh, had drawn out Tottenham Hotspur we changed the team away at Spurs Okazaki and Vajaleski scoring for Leicester so a 2-2 draw meant that Leicester back at the King Power against Spurs that was live on BBC wasn't it it was yeah the the Lineker derby (laughs) the Lineker derby
0: we went and played Spurs straight after in the Premier League didn't we three days later we did and
1: we won 1-0 that Robert Hoof goal and how important does that look
0: now was that performance away at Spurs winning 1-0 with Robert Huth Huge performance and it was the first time we'd won obviously since uh, just before Christmas against Everton so it was equally important for that reason as well After that we played away at
1: Villa a 1-1 draw Uh, slightly disappointing although after we'd taken the lead through uh, Shinji Okazaki but uh, again another point for City Following that we played the replay against Spurs. We did change our team. They didn't change their team as much and it was
0: quite a routine 2-0 victory uh, for Spurs. What a goal by Son Heung-min though. That was that was some finish. He he got himself in our team of the uh, in our best 11, didn't he, of the season for that performance. He was outstanding. After that it was Stoke City at home
1: and a 3-0 victory for City against Stoke who were superb at Leicester last season. Drinkwater, Vardy and Ojoa in a very, very comprehensive
0: win for City. We nullified their attacking threat, much was made over the summer of uh, all the signings that they made. Shaqiri, Afolaj, they had arnautovic three shots on goal they managed. That was it. This was really signified the start of the, the Ranieri kind of
1: uh, stamp on the team as well, the clean sheets. After that, February starts with a 2-0 victory
0: at home against Liverpool. A Vardy, a wonder goal in a brace for the England striker. That was some finish, wasn't it? It was. It, it didn't make goal of the season on Match of the Day because Deli Ali did that flick over his head and the spin on the edge of the box. Can't, can't deny it, but most other seasons, that's goal of the season.
1: Following on from the Liverpool victory, it was an away tie at Manchester City on TV a 3-1 victory for City Mares
0: with that wonder goal two goals by Robert Huth what a performance that, that was one of our most complete performances of the season I think definitely
1: after that Arsenal away Arsenal away a 2-1 victory for Arsenal down to 10 men Leicester I'm not going to go on about Simpson being sent off again because we all know what my thoughts are on that he shouldn't have been sent off uh, no 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 uh, no, no, oh, no oh yeah that's right yeah my, my, uh, my, my, my Dean impression um, Welbeck with that late goal very disappointing at the time and of course that team photo in the changing rooms by the Arsenal players
0: yeah that that was again if the, if the wheels hadn't fallen off in and around the Christmas slash New Year period that was when people thought okay Arsenal have got the upper hand in the title race here City
1: needed to bounce back back straight away And they did at home against Norwich 1-0 A very late Leonardo Ajoa goal And that was The first time the earthquakes
0: were recorded Oh was it? Yes Oh okay See, Not all Vardy quakes then are they? Not all Vardy quakes It started with Ajoa's late goal against Norwich He celebrated that some didn't
1: he? Oh he did Very, uh, Very important goal Into March City at home against West Brom, 2-2, one point gained, not two drops. Uh, also, if you remember, that was a midweek game. I was driving down listening down to London, listening to it on the radio. Everyone else
0: lost. All of our title rivals now, they all lost. Very good-looking point there. That was when Tony Pulis announced himself a, a Leicester fan as oh, well. Nice. After that, we played away
1: at Watford. Again, this on TV, Marries with a great goal, a very comfortable 1-0 win. Uh, Following on, another 1-0, this was the start of the 1-0 wins, at home against
0: Newcastle. Another TV game, and
1: Shinji Okazaki with that great overhead kick, I love that
0: goal. His first goal at the King Power as well. He looked like a toddler at Christmas, didn't he? That smile. It it, it was superb. After that, away at Crystal Palace, and guess what? 1-0? 1-0. Amazing. Three in a row.
1: Yes, I I landed in Vegas and uh, I didn't know what had happened, and then uh, heard the results, Fantastic, fantastic uh, score, fantastic result to keep the wins going and also the 1 0s going. Into April we go. Southampton at home. Guess what? 1 0. Correct. On my birthday. Was it really? It was. Well, there you go. Um, And also, uh, Wes Morgan's first goal of the season, the fourth 1 0 on the bounce, the fifth in six games. Following on, we were away at Sunderland. Possibly the only time I've been a hundred percent confident of a Leicester victory away from home against anyone ever in any era, <laughs> any any game ever. The most confident you've ever been. It was a poor first half in that game, and I remember uh, Graham Souness or Sourness. He uh, he basically said the line of um, Barcelona, Madrid, and my Munich. They must be watching this, laughing, laughing at, uh, at, at if these are going to be champions. After that game It was West Ham United at home The Jonathan Moss game Vardy sent off Azure with that late pen Cresswell and Carroll scoring for West Ham What a good game but Brilliant um, game Talk about talking points But again That late Azure penalty Very very calm Under pressure
0: He has done a job for us this season Especially off the bench He's had to play second fiddle a lot But to step up and take that pen In the 95th minute When we do our, when we do our player play ratings
1: We'll have to uh, mention that definitely after that Swansea at home are they going to roll over where they didn't have a chance because half an hour in with two goals up Mares, Ajoa, Ajoa, and then a late Mark Albrighton goal for now what would be possibly nailed on champions
0: Possibly. possibly into
1: May May away at Manchester United can City win the league at Old Trafford. A certain someone has got VIP tickets. Well, yeah, I was there hoping with that we did. Because I knew I was going to be missing the Everton game. It started off terribly. Wes Morgan equalising for City from a, a drink water free kick who was sent off towards the end of the game. So it meant that Leicester uh, wouldn't have drink water in midfield for a game against Everton. But it didn't mean anything because... After that game Spurs drew away at Chelsea So City were champions And City could play against Everton With all the pressure off And didn't they just? I bloody wish I was there <laughs> Have we mentioned that I didn't get to go? I think you did uh, once or twice already today So Vardy King and of course Vardy with a penalty Missed a penalty That would have uh, gone him uh, a joint golden boot winner With Harry Kane But uh, never Ooh. mind A good Morales goal at the end And then the away game at Chelsea Which we've already mentioned on the podcast and that's quickly all the games gone through. It's been quite a good season, hasn't it? It's been quite a good season. So what we're going to do now? That's the season in a nutshell. And we're going to look at the best and worst eleven. We're going to go through every single player in the city team and give them a score out of ten. And then we're going to go through moments, best goals, best games, etc., etc.